You are listening to Echoes with Thoughts, a podcast that will keep you informed and will keep you on the edge of your seat. Now sit back, open up a can of pop or some water, as Sosalyn, your host, goes behind the mic and talks about life in general. Remember to keep it saucy. Well, hello and welcome to Echoes with Sauce with my favorite co-host, Michael Gardner from his show, Savage Unfiltered. How are you doing today, Michael? Hey, what's going on, Sauce? How's it going? I'm doing fine, man. That's good. Well, as probably many of you heard, uh, over the weekend, I was silent on many platforms. I don't know if you caught that, Michael. Um, And we kind of spoke off air. Well, what happened is I contracted a, a, an infection, a bacterial infection on the back of my throat. And it caused major swelling in my, uh, in my tonsils on my left side. And it caught, and it was, it was very, the pain was so bad that I couldn't sleep on Sunday or on Saturday night at all. And I was like <laughs> almost close to going to the ER again. And let me tell you about the experience of going to the ER. So I went to the ER, okay, and it was absolutely just very interesting. Um, right. Of course, you know, I went to Madison, and um, it definitely was a little bit odd. Uh, and, you know, this kind of goes on with what we're dealing with today, um, where it, it, it was overfilled. Uh, it was not just only the ER, but the hospital was overfilled with itself. Oh wow! Wow, what's going on in the back? Oh, nothing. I'm I'm listening to you. Oh, there's like some. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, the 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 ER was filled and and so were the hospital. And you know what they're filled with? Uh, let me guess. Um, <laughs> people that are looking for certain types of medications. Us, I can only imagine. They were filled with illegal migrants. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's a surprise, Sauce, because, uh, like, what what were they there for, though? If you don't mind me asking. Well, they were there to get their like, uh, like they were. They were there. They were be, they're being bussed from Texas to Milwaukee and to Madison because both of them say that they're sanctuary cities. And since many of the residential areas don't have enough housing, they're housing them in hospitals. Oh, okay. Because the reason why I was going there with you on that sauce is because, like, it it, it would be shocked that they're there for type of medication. Um, they're not there for medications. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, now that makes sense. So, so they're running out of space to house them. You know, the hotels or. Uh, wherever, so they're choosing hospitals because that's the next best option, I guess, for them. Wow. And and now that, but I spoke to, after the visit, I spoke to a, a woman. Uh, she broke her leg, and the hospital mm. had, to, had to turn her around and say, we don't have enough room. We have to, we, we have to prioritize migrants before we prioritize you. So they're putting you second, and then they're putting them first. Wow, 
Uh, you're yeah. there uh, to have your throat checked out, you know, to make sure everything is fine. Uh, but apparently that's not a priority. Uh, the the illegals are the priority. That That's sad, Sauce. Well, good thing I was – hey, the good thing is I wasn't having a heart attack <laughs> or – you know that's I, I don't know I don't know if to make a joke about it, but you know how's you know this you know you read about this and it's a lot different when it's a lot different when you read about it and you hear about it, but it's a lot different when you actually live through, like when you actually see it in your face and it's actually seen in the community that you live in. Well, I mean, Sas, even if you were like I know you were joking around with the heart attack, but if you were joking like. I know you're joking around, but what I'm trying to say is like, what if you were there for a heart attack? Do you think they would still treat you? Would that still be a priority or, 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 or does the illegal migrant come first? Well, they'll probably treat me in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. They would put up some kind of, uh, you know, uh, mobile medical uh, table or something for you. But isn't that sad? It's extremely sad, you know, it's, uh, but you know, it's, I'm noticing it's only happening at democratic cities or democratic states. It's not happening in Republican cities or states. No, Ron DeSantis is sending them to Walt Disney World. I see that. I seen that. Yeah. I thought that was a joke, man. That was, that's actually, <laughs> that's actually factual stuff. I, I seen that on, um, on Fox, uh, Orlando here. And <laughs> Disney, Disney World is—they're having them all, all spread out all over the place. It's—I'm like, wow. <laughs> Why is that? Like, what's the purpose of that? Free vacation or what? I'm guessing you're paying for it, or your tax dollars are paying for it. I—I uh, I have no idea. I think it has a lot to do with the battle that he's still having with Disney World and the company, you know, uh, because of the uh, the regulations and the the coding and stuff because he's he's still fighting with disney with all the coding you know because uh, i don't know sauce if you ever been to disney world and uh lake buena vista uh which is like right below orlando um they have like an entire like little mini city they have their own little fire department uh their own police force it's basically like a zone town there and he's trying to have it regulated so i think a, a lot of it He's kind of giving them like the big middle finger saying, okay, well, if you're not going to listen, then maybe I should just send migrants there. Maybe you will listen then. <laughs> so how do you feel now? <clears throat> Sorry about that. I'm trying to talk very, like, not trying to. I, so for many of you listeners, this is a little bit odd, but normally I get like excited and I don't normally get like, you know, excited with my voice and stuff. But I'm trying to keep it like on the download because I'm going to the doctor tomorrow. So we'll see what, we'll see what the prognosis is. So I'm trying to not get too excited. So. Well, do, well, don't worry sauce to your listeners. I'll get excited for you. How's that? <laughs> All righty. So how do you feel now that Roger Santos is actually being a governor now? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, he should have focused on that to begin with. He should have focused on Florida. He should have focused <laughs> on keeping Florida first. Uh, instead of, you know, what other governors do, you know, keep their citizens second. Uh, I applaud Ron DeSantis. Um, I think, you know, if he wanted to run for president, I think it was probably like not the correct timing right now to do so. Uh, he should have waited 
uh, maybe 2028. You know, that would have been a great approach, but good for him. You know, he's, 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 he head back to Florida. He's putting Florida first. Good for him. Yeah. Do you see him moving back or what's, <clears throat> what are your thoughts? Do you think he will actually go out and endorse uh, President Trump, like personally on the same stage or not really? Uh, I, I would wish upon uh, Governor DeSantis to do that. I think that would be the correct thing to do, uh, not only as, you know, as a Republican governor of Florida, but as a Republican himself. I mean, do something right for the Republican Party. Uh, that would be a huge endorsement if he did do that. Um, and uh, I really, you know what I really wish, Sauce? I really wish for Governor DeSantis uh, to work alongside of Trump instead of bashing him like others. Like, you know, you see Nikki Haley and, you know, Mitt Romney and all those others. The rhinos, man, just, they're just bashing them. Uh, work alongside Trump. Stop bashing. Focus on the real threat, uh, which is Biden. Yeah. You know, focus on that. Try to try to secure the vote uh, for Trump in November. Uh, because we need to get Biden out of the White House. He's destroying America, Sauce. Oh, absolutely. So then, would you agree that? <clears throat> well, <clears throat> would you agree that Elon Musk stated yesterday that the Democrats are trying to demographically change the voting system for America? Is that how Elon Musk is finally realizing that when you and I, on both of our shows, have been pushing that since? The tw since 2022. I mean, what more do you, like, how can people not, it's too late they're noticing it now. You know, they should have noticed that before they came to the balance in 2022. What are your thoughts on that? Like, I know, I want your input on that. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's way too late. Yeah, yeah I think it's way too late. So like, they're, they're, um, I don't, I don't know if they're not noticing it, but maybe they just don't want to realize it. You know, they, they have that whole, uh, agenda mindset to to go to other avenues and i just i don't know like i i had a discussion the other day with an individual on on x in a space um and we were discussing this very same topic in the conversation and there are some people that are understanding it and there are some people that like they understand it's us but they just don't want to realize it. They don't want to admit to it. Um, they think like, you know, some of the stupidest nonsense, right? Oh, this is the greatest economy in the world and we're not under, under a recession. We're, we're, we're seeing thousands upon thousands of jobs created under President Biden. Yeah, it's, it's just the brainwash mentality that some of these people still live by. It, it's really sad. Well, you know, and, and the fact, and here's the thing. So I'm going to, well, <clears throat> so the fact that we supposedly created 356,000 jobs is a complete BS. I'm sorry. We've never created 356,000 jobs. If we supposedly created that many jobs, we wouldn't be having high inflation. Number one, number two, we wouldn't be. We wouldn't be like having like homeless people out on the streets. That's number two. Number three, we would not be relying on other countries to
to supply oil, to supply like rice, to supply grains and wheat for us. That's a whole di- that's a different standpoint. And another thing is, if we supposedly created three hundred fifty six thousand jobs in the month of January, our stock markets would be booming, and it would have been a, we'd be in the best ages of our lives. But no, instead, we are worse off. As a matter of fact, I checked my stock portfolio today, okay, and guess how, and within a matter of moments of the Senate bill going to the House for a vote, you know how much my stock portfolio dropped? Uh, I'm sure a lot, Sauce. What was it, like 40, 50%? 35% within, 35% within five seconds of the market opening. Wow. And, it, and, it, and then by the time actually a full minute hit by eight, by the time it hit uh, 8.31, it hit down almost to um, 59%. Mm. I mean, that's, and that's another topic I want to touch, touch base on because I know I posted on my ex, I posted on, um, on TikTok and stuff. Where are the Senate Republicans at? Why don't they have a strong backbone? Why are they going along Moscow Mitch okay, and Turncoat Graham why are they working with the Democrats to allow migrants over 8,000 migrants per day? And here's the thing. I did my math on it. You know how many migrants would actually come in um, every week? Uh, yeah, there was just um, uh, there was just something on uh, Newsmax earlier today. Uh, it's a rough, rough estimate uh, between. Oh, God. 56,000. Yeah, I, I forgot the number. I know Newsmax just touched it on it. And then you had a uh, uh, mayor um, of New York City there, Eric um, uh, Eric Adams, basically crying out to the press, crying out to the federal government. Um, uh, we can't afford to do uh, keep keep them housed. There's between ten to 15,000 migrants a day coming in and this and that. Well, you know, uh, going back, you know, to what he said earlier uh, a few years ago uh, that he considers New York City a sanctuary city and there's no problem of letting migrants come in. Well, now it's biting him kind of in his rear sauce. He's actually maybe he's starting to wake up to understand that, you know, uh, the, not only the city of New York, but the state of New York cannot afford uh, to take care of these migrants. Uh, they can't even afford to take care of some of their own city's citizens, such as you mentioned homeless people. Uh, there are so much homeless people right now, Sas, uh, in every like state in America. Uh, you have even working people that are still working, Sas, that just can't afford to keep a roof over their head uh, because of the high inflation, the high uh, prices. You know, um, some of your listeners that don't follow you, I mean, you were just in a grocery store the other day, right, Sauce? Like, yes. you were showing prices of, like, produce. Uh, I think it was, like, broccoli or something you were showing on camera there on your phone. Uh, like, what was it, like uh, $6 a pound or something? $8. $8.99 a pound. Oh. That's crazy. I mean, who can afford that stuff? And that's not your that's not your organic uh, <laughs> product that you were showing. That's just regular store brought products, right? Yeah. $8.99 a pound. Now, that is, you wonder why families can't afford that. And it's crazy. And, and that's the whole thing. 
And somehow people say, oh, yeah, the economy's doing fantastic. And, you know, we're not going to cut the interest rates and we're not going to cut the inflation rates, but we're just going to let it control. We're just going to let it go out of control. But we're going to give Ukraine 60 billion dollars so that we can continue to prop up their their agriculture and to continue up in their um their agriculture as well as uh, beef up their borders. But when it comes to us, nope, we'll just let the Chinese come on in. We'll allow the, the terrorists. To but come Fox, on in. what is that benefiting us? Like, I don't understand why, you know, like you and I, we both, we both uh, speak each other's language, right? America first. Like, how is that? How is that keeping America first by still funding at this point, folks, we're, we're literally printing money, um, literally printing money. And what that does is it creates a deficit in the natural, natural debt of this country. We're printing money up. We're creating a huge deficit, which I think I just looked at, uh, what were we, like in the mid-30s uh, right now, $32 uh, trillion in debt. Um, we can't continue to do this. Um, when you have... A nation such as America uh, failing on every angle. We're in a recession. Um, the jobs aren't there. So I was just in a restaurant uh, about a few weeks ago now, uh, which I said on uh, a previous episode of my show, where my daughter and I sat down at this restaurant, which I won't go into names, you know, for privacy issues, but we sat down at a restaurant and it was like around 1230, almost one o'clock in the afternoon. No one was there. Class. I mean, maybe, well, actually two. There was actually myself, and my daughter and an elderly couple. And this restaurant is normally busy. I mean, you have to make a reservation just to get into this place. Um, and the restaurant usually seats about like, God, I, if I'm guessing, about maybe 60 or 70 tables. 60, 70 tables, and there was only two of us, uh, four of us there. That's terrible. No one could afford to go out anymore. No. It, it's just... Uh. And not only that, but our restaurant that I normally go with, so I normally go to restaurants and stuff. So, I, so let me tell you, um, the current debt ceiling we have right now is $34 trillion, and it's going Yeah, up. I wasn't off by many. I said 32. Yep. So, wow, okay, yeah, pretty close. Um, the, the sad part is, is that we were, we were at a restaurant, and guess how much my water was? Not my water, but my iced tea, that typically under President Trump would have been uh, maybe 89 cents, but how, guess how much it was? What for an iced tea? Eighty nine cents? Nah, probably about like a like a buck uh, eighty two, like a dollar eighty two. Your 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 iced tea was probably under Biden. Uh, I'm guessing you pay close to four or five dollars for a small iced tea, no ice. I paid five eighty nine. Huh? Yeah, about that. Wow. And you wonder why so many people are finding creative ways to make homemade iced tea. And that, and I'm gonna tell that very that recipe very easy. 
So when it's if you live in Florida and you want homemade iced tea, all you have to do is get hot boiling water, put tea bags in there, and then you put and then you go to your freezer and you grab ice and then you put the ice in it right away and then bingo, you get yourself iced tea. You forgot about one important step, Sauce. As you're brewing that, put it out in the sun for about an hour. Let the sun bake on it and then put it in your refrigerator. Oh, it's delicious. And that's and you know how much that iced tea is? You're I found out that you save a lot of money. Yeah, if you go to the right stores now. <laughs> yeah. All you have to you're just buying for the tea bags, and the tea bags are somewhat affordable still. Yeah. You know? yeah. But the the whole thing is like how can people still think that their debts how can people still think that this is a strong economy? Because like, they're naive, sauce. Well, it's like it's like this whole thing. Like people that want to live in a virtual reality. I don't know if you've seen those people that are like wearing the Google, the Apple Vision or U Vision thing, where they're watching, oh yeah yeah. It's like they're living in a virtual reality. We and, used to have a game uh, back in the day uh, called uh, Sim City, and you create this uh, this little simulated uh, version of a universe of a city. That's what I see people living in their own personal sim city of delusion. Yeah. It's sad. And and then it's funny because I I think it's funny because when they come when taxes are due, when things are due, that's when the virtual reality comes to an abrupt halt and a a true dose of reality hits you. And that's when you're like, "Oh crap, I have to pay $3." You know how much you know how much I had to pay for gas? And speaking of this, this comes. This is how atrocious this was. Okay, I, I. So you know, I drive. You know, I go traveling and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. So guess how much I paid for gas in my car last week in the city of Madison? Guess how much I paid for it? Uh, Four dollars and change, probably. No, I almost had a heart attack because I'm like, are you flipping serious? The gas was $4.99 a gallon, and it was at the BP gas station on State Street in Madison, Wisconsin. I'm going to give that location out because I'm, I'm actually very furious about it. $4.99 for flipping the cheapest gas you can ever have, which is E87. Now, I have to ask you something, Sauce. Is that only at that particular location, or are they doing it everywhere? The reason why I'm asking is because is that location on purposely price gouging or is it everywhere in that in that area? So the gas station across the street, the quick trip across the street, you know how much that gas was? How much? Four ninety seven. And the gas station about a couple like blocks down, that was four ninety nine again. And then the gas station center. So they're so they're not price gouging. It's just it's affecting the entire area. Oh, okay. But still that's high. I mean, <laughs> that's more. I almost, I, I was like, I, I was going to do a quick sauce report, but I was like way too, I was. Yeah, I, I posted something on X uh, the other day um, with the gas prices uh, here in Florida, um, central Florida. We're paying $3.25 a gallon. Okay, that is cheap. I'll take that over any day. Yeah, good thing that Ron DeSantis is doing something right, right? He's negotiating with the fuel companies and the oil companies, I guess, for a state. So 
That's but good. He, but isn't so? I'm sorry, but if I wore the virtual reality hat, maybe I can. Maybe I can say, oh, well, I don't have to look at my bank account because I can look at SimCity and I can pretend I'm in SimCity. Oh, I like the gas price. Oh, 87 cents. Perfect. I love 87 cents. And then I can pretend not to forget about that. And then when the loan officers come by because I forgot to pay my debts, I can say, oh, but I live in a virtual reality. I'm this high, mighty person that lives in a a fantasy world. And then like, no, you owe this amount of money and the payments got to be due on the first of this month. I'm sorry, but there's no virtual reality in this world. Doc, that's that's their unicorn fart delusion. That's what that, that's what that is. They 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 love they love that unicorn fart delusion. You know, um, so I have cool. family that live up in uh, in the Atlanta area, and just the other day they're paying three dollars and seventy five cents a gallon, and that's not too bad for the city. You know, you go a little out outskirts of the city, it's about like $3.55 a gallon. So it's still under that $4 mark, but that's crazy. Almost $5 in 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 the state of Wisconsin, what, Madison? That's crazy. Well, oh. you, well you do realize who our governor is, right? Yeah, yeah. Creepo guy. <laughs> and- governor Creepo. That's what I'm going to name him. Yeah, and you also realize that in his State of the Union address, he is more worried about going protecting. Um, oh yeah, so he is more worried about protecting, making sure that adults can go after minors. He, so he's more worried about legalizing that in the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, he, he's all about that pedophilia sauce. That's that's disgusting. <laughs> oh yeah, you know. Well, we're not going to get there because you know how I feel about that. I mean, that's. I have no tolerance for that whatsoever. Oh, I don't. I don't tolerate that crap either, Sauce. If I if I see somebody committing to that nature, I will literally punch them in the face because I think it's disgusting behavior. You don't want my. You don't want my handling uh, of how I handle those people. You don't want my. You know, actually, here's what they should do though in the prison systems. If you get caught with any of that explicit stuff of underage, explicit and. Even if you get caught, you know, you see all these people, all these like sting operations um, to catch a predator or to like Chris Hansen, Skeet Hansen and all these shows. You know what they should do in, instead of like getting putting them in uh, solitary confinement, they should allow them in general population in prison and you allow the prison system to do its own cleansing. Oh, wow. That's, uh, yeah, that's how it, uh, that's how I would solve the problem. But I know. We got to be all protective because they're supposedly people. Too well, old. you know, if you look at your history, man, uh, in Europe, uh, way, way back in the uh, medieval times of Europe, if you got caught with that disgusting act of behavior, uh, you would either have your finger chopped off, possibly a toe, um, let alone probably the guillotine. Uh, they would chop your head off. Well, let alone, I know your show is PG. Um, they would chop off your manhood um, yeah. because they didn't tolerate that sauce. Uh, that uh, pedophilia in early Europe uh, was looked very, very seriously, sauce. They, they did not like that whatsoever. And it's very looked upon like in other parts of the world, such as the Middle East. They, that is very not frowned upon. And yeah. now that, but you look at Russia and you get caught with that stuff in Russia, you're... You're going to you're, they send you to a summer camp 
and the summer camp isn't going to be building a building like a a rowboat and trying to see if you can play games with it. No, you're going to be working there for hard labor. Yeah, see, there's a lot of policy that I don't agree with uh, Vladimir Putin, but that but that's, that's one policy I think he got right on. Yeah, yeah, that is a major policy we should take up on. But you know what? We, yeah, that's a that's another thing. Oh, and speaking of Russia, what are your thoughts on Tucker Carlson? Going over I see to that, Moscow. yeah. I want your thoughts on it. He's in my country. What are your What are your thoughts? Uh, he's getting a lot of criticism. I notice on social media, uh, the the liberals are attacking him on X, and uh, I, I state I I I state X a lot on your show, Sospis, because I, I I pay attention to X more than any other platform. More than any other platform? Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. A, a glitch here. Uh, we're getting thunderstorms, so my Wi-Fi just went out. But, uh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, no. Um, apologize for that, folks. Uh, yeah, uh, bad thunderstorms here in Florida. But, um, yeah, um, he's getting a lot of criticism because, again, uh, going back to what I just said, um, I keep myself very active on X and any other platform uh, due to the free speech that's allowed on X. Uh, you know, you can't express this on Facebook or Instagram or sometimes even TikTok. And uh, they, uh, oh man, they're calling Tucker Carlson a hypocrite. They're calling him, uh, 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 he's conspiring with Russia. I mean, he's getting attacked on every level. I mean, you know, but that's Tucker Carlson's us. Uh, you know, he's he's bound to get attacked uh sooner or later on stupid stuff, right? Well, it's not stupid. It's more of like he's exposing... Well, <clears throat> my question is, why is President Zelensky so bent on uh, Tucker Carlson talking to uh, Putin? Why is he so defensive? And why is he saying that it, it is vital that America shuts down free speech because of what's going on? I thought... So now, now Zelensky decides what gets published and what doesn't get published in America. Who does he think he is? Yeah, apparently uh, he thinks he has a say in um, in American politics. You know, may, may, maybe he maybe he's getting uh, some threshold behind his voice because oh, I was in America twice, so I have a voice. I have opinions, and my thoughts matter. No, your thoughts don't matter. I don't care if you're a politician. You're not a politician in America. You're a politician in Ukraine. What you say does not matter not to the American people. He's not a politician. He's a criminal. Let's, he's a warmonger, Sauce. Yeah. Label it correct. He's a warmonger. You know, he's yeah. not for making peace in Ukraine. Because if he was, he can end that war any day of the week. You know that. Oh, yeah. Well, and now that, but. Well, and now that but America doesn't want to end the war anyway in Ukraine because you have bad people in America making money off of innocent lives. Um, and this also brings me to... Sadly, thought, we've been doing that for years. I mean, you look at like other previous wars, America okay. benefits off that, you know? That's disgusting, isn't it? It is. It really is. I mean, you know, it's... As human beings, I know this, this would touch on another episode, but 
we were never designed for war and violence and mayhem. We were designed to be humble human beings, you know, and it's, it's just sad. It breaks my heart. Yeah. And, and now that, but as we kind of wrap things up, I just want to say for the three families, again, um, I really wish there could have been a little bit, uh, actually a lot more respect uh, for them when they did come by and were loaded off the plane. And when I saw that on video, how the president didn't have the audacity to salute the, the, the fallen soldiers, that's just your press secretary, Queen Jean Pierre, couldn't even say their names. Uh, she was no. like stuttering throughout the entire uh, interview. Uh, she was, uh, what was she on the Rose Garden or near the Rose Garden, I believe, in one of those videos? And she was like, I mean, she was stuttering her words. I mean, that's sad. Couldn't even say the names. Yeah, yeah you had one simple thing to do. Uh, and it was to respect the fallen soldiers. And you can't do that. Then why are you being, why are you representing America? So with this in mind, um, I heard that I might be coming on your show, depending on how things work out tomorrow. I have an appointment at 1.30 p.m. But besides that, Central Time, I heard that I'm potentially coming on your show. Is that true or what? It, what's up with that? Yeah, I mean, well, it just depends on, you know, what goes on, the time frame and stuff. Uh, you know, we're going to have a, a really, really uh, awesome guest uh, scheduled for tomorrow, uh, bringing on a, um, a therapist, actually, that deals in spirituality. So kind of changing the gears a little bit, you know, from my regular podcasting uh, politics discussions. Uh, and then we're also bringing back a um, a returning guest, Sas, uh, that I had on with uh, season four last year. Uh, he's a former CIA intelligent officer that served under several, several presidents. Uh, Pedro Israel Orta has a book that's out that literally exposes all of the dark uh, history of the CIA. So I can't wait for him to come on. So, Ooh, yeah, yeah. He, he's got a lot to talk about with the Obama administration, a lot of his old comrades, right? I'm trying to use nice words here that he used to work with. Um, he's going to, he, we're going to get into a really, really good discussion. So, you're gonna to want to check that episode out, but yeah, man, uh, it it just depends on the time frame, sauce. See how you feel, man. I know your throat's killing you, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it works out. Yeah. So, do you have any final thoughts as we end it? Uh, yeah, um, guys, you know, don't give up on your faith here in America. I know we're going through some tough times with this inflation, the recession. Uh, gas prices, food prices, uh, a lot of what we just mentioned here on, on uh, Echoes with Sauce here. Um, just don't give up your faith, guys. Don't give up uh, anything here in America. Keep the good fight up. I know we have a general election coming up in November. Um, look at that general election. And now what? Six, seven months from now. Look at it as a positive note because we can turn all this around. We can go from dark times, sus, and we can make America truly great once again. 
with this in mind, what a perfect way to end it. And remember to keep it sassy. Bye.